The Black and White Network now proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now here are the moms. Welcome everyone to Moms Across America. I'm Kathleen Fitzgerald, Vicki Tonkins, and Samantha Goldberg here as my co-host. I have a very exciting guest, Dr. Carol Lieberman. She is a, a medical doctor, but she's also a forensic psychiatrist. And she's in a high profile cases. She's here with us today, and we've got a load of questions for her. Welcome, Dr. Carol Lieberman. How are you doing today? My example of that, um, in Afghanistan, when uh, he made such a mess of that, I mean, he didn't have a clue about uh, if he did this, then this would, I mean, you know, it was a disaster. And then, of course, that is what gave the green light to people like Putin and uh, China and North Korea. You know, they're all coming after us because they see that he is not all there. So what, what did you think? I, I guess the problem that I have with this is I think those who are around President Biden know there's a problem. They knew it when he ran. They knew it before he ran that there was a problem. So how could the American people uh, even demand such a, a cognitive test? Or could, I mean, could we or should we? I know we should. So. We have something in place currently for presidents to make sure they're cognitively able to be in that particular position. You know, I speak publicly, so I know that I've had stupid tests to make sure I'm with it. If it's really early in the morning, they'll test me on certain things. I just wonder if anything was in place. I mean, you know, if you look at our presidents, we don't really have anybody to compare to him, really. Well, we do know that um, Dr. Jackson, when I was doing that research, um, Trump, he, he was the former White House um, doctor. He gave Trump the test and Trump passed it. Yes. So why can't Biden do the same thing? Yes. You know, it could no. be that somebody did give it to him and they're just not telling because he mm. didn't pass. You know, I don't think that they would have given it before he, you know, while he was running because um, because they wanted him to win. So they wouldn't have shown anything uh, negative about him. But but, you know, it's he's really just a, a potted plant um, so that other people behind him, like Obama and uh, very and their friends could run the country. Right. So they knew they did know. And of course, what 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 I what I've been calling on Congress to do is to is the 25th Amendment. You know, we do have mm -hmm. a way of getting Biden or any president out who is unfit. And, you know, you don't have to be a psychiatrist these days to be able to tell that Biden is unfit. But that brings us to a whole problem with Harris. And then what's your predict predictions on what's going to be happening um, with that? Yes, that is a problem. <laughs> uh, she, she certainly isn't any better. I don't think she has dementia, but she is just not capable uh, she just doesn't have enough knowledge and isn't capable Ignorant. but i think that you know she has a lot of sort of um uh, 
what skeletons in the closet. So I think mm-hmm. that, and so does Biden for that matter, with Hunter Biden's uh, laptop, you know, of course the media hasn't, uh, the mainstream media hasn't uh, jumped on that, but there are a lot of bad things in Hunter Biden's laptop. So we could get Biden out, you know, impeach him through that. But I think um, with Kamala, that there would be things in her closet that perhaps she could be impeached for. Mm. And then we go to Nancy Pelosi. Oh, that's another story. <laughs> At least she's uh, on the ball more, but, but you know, that wouldn't be great either. But there are probably things in her closet <laughs> rather than uh, Jimmy Choo Shoes <laughs> that we could go after her about. You know, wow. Dr. Dr. Lieberman, I just had a question for you. Um, I work in the media. And um, there was a bunch of uh, documents and links that were given to a big group of us um, of things that were off of Hillary's computer, um, Hunter Biden's computer, a bunch of people's computer of notes that they picked up and leaked out to the press. So those things are actually out there. Um, I think it's just a matter of, and again, this is just my personal opinion based on what I've seen, that there's a possibility that Biden was meant to be in this position um, for the very reasons of his dementia and being a very unsavvy, we'll leave it that, president who's unable to make those decisions. And he was matched with Kamala um, because it was a perfect fit for what they have in plan for us with the globalists and the latest of the, com- you know, the country. I call it the company because we are a company <laughs> essentially, but um, I just wonder, you know, why it has been leaked out to the media, yet nobody has done anything about those particular things. They're so deep in, I think um, it would open up a a wicked state for the United States um, if people were to see all that information because it's right there. Well, uh, it's frightening, yes, but but I think we do need to, to bring this out. I mean, I have been talking about this, how these very, you know, What's interesting is how um, it it has seemed like uh, after George Floyd, um, it has seemed like all of a sudden there is this we're being and, and COVID where um, parents kids are being taught on Zoom. It seems like all of a sudden there are all these things that are br- coming to light that um, you know are really bad for America that. Um, that we didn't know of before or that we weren't aware of before. And yet clearly these things have been entrenched for years. You know, all of these, these, you know, whether it's Biden becoming president and Kamala Harris and all of that, these these have been, you know, this has been planned for years and years. And I I agree that that the majority of Americans are not aware of these deeper uh, reasons for things. And, And I think it's important that we talk about it. Well, yeah, like I, you were saying, Dr. Lieberman, this has been around for years and years and years. Um, I, I, I have seen over my short years uh, how um, the media has gotten, gotten more entrenched in um, pushing this narrative, I guess you could say. So speaking from uh, the standpoint of a psychologist, what, what do you think when you see certain news reports or uh press conferences with the president what is the media what is your take on the media uh piece on this psychologically i guess i, I would ask you mean 
um, why the media are not uh, telling it like it is? Well, yeah, that and and what would what do you think is a psychiatrist? Psychiatrist, I don't make sure I say that correctly. Yeah. Um, would be the type of motivation for this type of cover-up, I guess you could well, say. Exactly what Samantha was saying. You know, it's this, it's all keeping with the plan. Um, it's, we don't, they don't want Biden to be, to, they don't want the 25th Amendment. They don't want, you know, it's funny, there was just something today um, about how he told Obama that he's going to run in 2024 against Trump. And all. Really, first of all, I don't know, <laughs> by 2024, I don't think it's going to be even a question about how demented he is, but in any case, you know, that's his plan. And I, and I guess that the people behind him really would still prop, try to prop him up there. Correct. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm really concerned about how the media is not covering really anything. And then if they do, a lot of it is just lies and it's leading you know, Americans down a, a, a dark path, they don't know any of this stuff, really. They're just hardworking, out there, working. Yeah, Sam? Yeah, I, I, Kathleen, I just wanted to let you know, from media standpoint, so I've been asked to speak on this particular issue that we have on multiple occasions, and I choose not to go extremely public about it because I don't want to be placed whether I'm left or right. Um, obviously, the right doesn't have that many outlets except for on the dark web or you know, DuckDuckGo or different places. But you, you guys had asked earlier about why the media doesn't bring this out. And it's because the media is paid. Media is paid by the government. The government dictates what exactly the media is, the main media, meaning the left, what they're going to talk about and what they're not going to talk about. So. Um, if you can call it misinformation, that would be very true because everybody's getting the same information from the same place. This is what you're told to say. This is on your teleprompter and this is what you're going to say. We're paying you to say it. Um, we are quickly judged right now. We're still in a very, very, uh, I, uh, I would say very, um, what word am I trying to think of? Uh, Unsure is a good word. People are very unsure of where the information is coming from, but all of this wealth of information about the outside. And I think, in, you know, uh, Dr. Lieberman will agree with me. This is the first time in our lives that we've really tried to teach people between good and really evil and globalists and elites and, and what they play in the media as well, um, which is confusing for people because they look to their president that they nominated and uh, expect that he's going to give us the right information. What we're finding right now is that a lot of those people that voted for uh, Kamala and for President Biden, um, they're having buyer's remorse <laughs> and they're kind of wondering, you know, when he's going to move out, but we don't want Kamala either. So you have a lot of pushback on both sides of the table and everybody's too afraid to express what their true beliefs or concerns are because of the media and what the media will do to them or what the general public that's been taught by the general media will 
uh, ostracize them or shun them in some capacity. And I really think that it's come down to fear. We've been controlled with masks and words and um, our, our amendments, our ability to live in a free country, to express our concerns on social media, to express our concerns in the media. We have not found that to be true um, for this particular presidency. And for for that particular reason, that is why you're not going to find a lot of media outlets because they will be out jobs. You know, it's interesting. Okay, just say this right before we go to break. Um, that I remember saying to myself, I can watch TV, I can watch my President Trump and get the truth. It's the first time in my whole life that I've actually even listened to a president, but everything that he was saying seems to be true and it's come true. So that was really refreshing to know that we could rely on our president to tell the American people the truth. So we, we, we have about a minute left. So um, Dr. Lieberman, what I'd like to do is just throw out a couple of things I wanted us to kind of address when we get back from the break. Uh, maybe talking about you know how a lot of what's going on with the mask and the vaccines and that sort of thing is affecting our children, you know, for, I mean, we are moms across America. So we want to kind of zero in on that a little bit. And also um, uh, one of the things I, we read about you is that you can see body language in some of the different things that you work with. So if we can address those things when we get back, I would love to do that. So uh, Moms Across America, we'll be back shortly after, uh, after this quick break and we'll talk more with Dr. Lieberman. Thanks. Hello, this is Dan Perkins, co-host of Black and White Network, here to tell you about my latest book, Sad Eyes. This is a story of Mary Margaret Murphy, our red-haired, green-eyed, gorgeous Irish lass born in Waterloo, Iowa in 1916. Incredibly capable and talented woman who wants to make the world a better place. She knew at a very early age she didn't want to live in Waterloo, but she knew what she wanted to do and she wanted to be a nurse. She did her homework and found the best place to learn to be a nurse was in Chicago, Illinois. Side Eyes is her adventure, growing and maturing in the face of adversity to become a very powerful voice in the American military during World War II. But it's also about her personal life and finding the love of her life for a fleeting moment. Sad Eyes is available at hollismedia.net, amazon.com, and Barnes and & Noble, and through your local bookstore. Enjoy the read. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Moms Across America. Again, we are here with Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're really excited to have her on the show today. And when we left for our break, I said that we really wanted to zero in on uh, what Dr. Lieberman thinks about the vaccine mandates and the mask mandates in regards to children. And just something personally I wanted to talk about a little bit was reading body language. I think that's so cool. So um, Dr. Lieberman, I guess the first question is, what have you seen um, that has been, as far as the vaccines and the mask mandates uh, in regards to children and the detriment or the betterment uh, for children? in that regard? I think, um, I think that all of these mandates, you know, mask mandates, lockdowns, no school, all of these different things has been a disaster. It's been a disaster for adults too, but uh, especially for children. And that's because, um, you know, kids have been, uh, first of all, the, the symbol of the mask on the mouth 
It's telling kids, you don't have a voice. We don't want to hear your voice. It has caused um, the the lockdowns and not being able to go to school in person has caused kids to um, lose their humanity, um, their relationships, their social, their growth, uh, social relationships, you know, the things that they're supposed to be doing psychologically uh, during these times of, of uh, depending upon their ages. And um, so not only, you know, have we been, um, have we been getting kids to, to be less connected to other kids uh, because of not being in school, but at the same time, while they were not in school, they had more time to be on the internet. Mm. And they were um, watching many more hours of violent video games, playing violent video games for many more hours, uh, one hour is bad enough, but for many more hours than they used to do it. So here they come back to school. They're not really feeling a connection with their fellow classmates mm. and they're all jazzed up, you know, all made, made to be aggressive um, from playing all these violent video games. And no, it's no wonder that there are more fights, more violent attacks, assaults in school than ever before. Um, you know, and for people who like to say, I, I was one of my, um, one of my uh, titles or one of the things that I, that I spent a lot of time doing, um, I was the head of the National Coalition on TV Violence. Mm. And I've done a lot of things in regard to TV violence, video games, um, you know, just ex trying to explain to people how bad it is. The, in other words, the more hours of violent media you consume, whether that's television, movies, video games, the more aggressive you become. Now, I know a lot of people don't want to think that because they want to plop their kid in front of the television set or in front of the video game. But, um, but it is true. There have been, you know, decades of research on that. Um, mm -hmm. so, so anyhow, so, you know, so it's a, a very bad combination. And then you add a third uh, part of this pie, you know, a third ingredient. And that is all of these confusing, mixed, uh, distorted, twisted, messages that kids are being told in school about sex and gender and all of that. And um, it is just, it is just destroying them. It is a war on, on, on childhood, a war on children, all of the different things that are being thrown into the mix. And uh, at age in, in elementary school, even when there's no way that they can understand or make sense of it. And of course, getting back to the long term plan, you know, this is part of the long term plan to destroy children to make them, um, you know, destroy their minds, destroy their their thinking abilities, uh, give them problems, psychiatric problems. And that will is all part of the same thing, making the United States uh, easier to overcome with socialism and communism and globalists and all of that you know if we destroy the little kids then we're those when we get to those or when as they're growing up you know we're going to be able to totally control them correct social media no. social media is just this my daughter is 18 and she is all over her snapchat and all these different what is it TikTok. um that's the biggest thing right now but don't you find, doctor, that a lot of adults as well are binging on, I've never binged more in my entire life. And yeah, I've got a lot of work, <laughs> I've got a lot of work to do, but I find myself watching 
all of these things on TV and I really wasn't a big TV person to begin with. So well, I think yeah. it's affecting the it's, it's, it's Our kids are seeing us do it. They believe it's okay. They yes. see it in school, it's okay. So we're both showing negative attention to what they're doing to tell our kids differently. Yes. Um, and you, yes, of course, it's, it's affecting adults too. I mean, we have a little more, it's a little harder to, to, for adults to just accept propaganda. It's harder than, than it is for children. But yes, we, we are, unfortunately, adults are swallowing, like what you were saying earlier, are swallowing a lot of propaganda. Um, but these, you know, it's really, uh, it's really very confusing times and very, um, distorted times and of course the other part of it is trying to get kids to be more loyal to their teachers and to their schools um and, oh i wanted to mention about tiktok that uh you know tiktok is you all know i'm sure um that tiktok is owned by the Co chinese communist party um so do you, what do you think it's a coincidence that they're putting all kinds of things on there that that destroy our kids you know to all these tiktok challenges telling kids to lick toilet seats telling them to shoot their teachers telling them all kinds of crazy stuff it's not a coincidence no well i know growing um growing up I wasn't really, I didn't have really a lot of this exposure um, or any video games or anything like that. Uh, I do know that it is affecting kids. And so what is your take on um, Governor DeSantis uh, passing the bill for K through three, third grade? Uh, you know, I was surprised at the pushback from Disney and Disney executives. And then I learned that just like BLM Antifa, I saw the police chief in Seattle and the mayor going, those are our children out there. You know, we have to protect them. We have to help them. So I heard the same thing from one of the Disney executives. Oh, my, I've got two children. One's a pangender, pan, pangender and one's a transgender. And I've got to protect them now. I have to fight for them now. So yeah. it seems very confusing. Can you make sense of this for me a little bit? Yes, well, first of all, uh, DeSantis, is the only, besides Trump, DeSantis is the only one who has balls to do this. <laughs> um, and isn't that the point to kind of uh, geld our men, you know? Yes, like, yes, yes. And they're doing exactly, turning them into women or, you know, yes, um, so that they won't be able to fight the oncoming socialism and, and war that we're- That's what I always thought. I hate to interrupt you, but that's what I always thought. <laughs> that they're weakening our men in America so they can't fight for us. They can't stand up for us and they're not going to be able to because they've Kathleen, been- Kathleen, I think you need to tell us what you really mean. <laughs> what do you really <laughs> feel about that, Kathleen? Tell us. Okay. You can profile <laughs> me later, Doctor. Empowerment needs to happen. Women's empowerment needs to happen because our significant others, our opposite sex, they're kind of being wimpy a little bit you know someone's got to someone's got to open their mouths and it should be us you know well, we're the I'm mothers gonna, of these children right and i'm going to say something though that our producer keeps talking about that the women's empowerment has gone so over the top swung over so yeah. far over that now with the with the i guess the uh demonization of men uh, they've empowered women so much, but now yes. it's gone way over the other side. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, I was never, and I'm still not a feminist. Um, Me neither. 
uh, you know, and, and then with the Me Too movement, all of that was, and then looking at this now, you know, you kind of have to step back and wonder, looking at how far back some of these things go, um, you know, remember, I don't know how many years ago, but remember when, um, what do they call, I mean, I know it's been like the feminization of men, but what, you know, uh, with men using beauty products and, um, uh, being told to to shave their hair and yeah manscaping yes all of and purses remember you know the yes man purse yeah, the fanny pack I think fanny <laughs> pack all of these things you know could this have been the globalists starting it very gradually quietly you know making it seem trendy. And really, it was just part of this, the beginning of this feminization of men. And I think women are starting to see it now and they don't like it. I, I'm telling you, I want a man to be a man. I agree. I, I, I can't, agree. I can't deal with this wimpy type, uh, you know, just like we were talking last week, we were talking about the robots that they're putting in the airports. They sound like well, I'm not going to go there, but anyway, uh, feminine male voice. Don't sound like a man. We'll just say it that way. And so, um, so yeah, this whole I think the majority of women are saying enough, yes. enough. We just want our men to be men. But I think this this started years ago, and you can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, Doctor Lieberman. But I can remember when my children were teenagers, and they had those fun Disney shows where the teenagers were in charge of everything. The, the dad was a buffoon mom was just complicit and and I think that's kind of the start of it and I can remember uh one day I walked in and my children were watching one of their shows and they had told me about it but then I'm watching it and I said no more Disney is no longer welcome in our home and they stopped watching it and I had to explain to them why I said men are leading the home and they're making that that dad look like he's an idiot and I said, your dad's not an idiot and you're not going to start treating him like an idiot like those kids are. And so they stopped watching. And um, so we, we've got to step up as women and say, no more. We don't want our men to be that way. Yes, yes, really. It has absolutely gone too far over. Um, and, and, you know, why the women didn't realize that, uh, I mean, I, well, I guess some of those women didn't didn't care about what the men were like, didn't, weren't going to go after men, no matter whether they were curly or boy. <laughs> so I think they really, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think that they really emphasized kind of the nerdy computer guy was more sexier than a blue collar worker guy. Yeah. I mean, I really think they beefed those guys up for a while. So I think women were kind of going for that a little bit more, but I really like my girlfriend calls. She's uh, pretty good girl she says these are hard guys I like a hard guy so, you know, <laughs> hard um, guys is good like yes. the, the needy men who are like I will be there for you I will man this house if you cannot do it I will be there I will back you up 100 percent where yes. are those guys I divorced one of those other guys and, I know, have one of those I, in my like, house <laughs> I felt like I was the man I seriously mm -hmm. did I'm like I do not have a penis I do not have, you know, I have these things that hang south. I do not want to take over his role. <laughs> you know, I just want to be me. I want to be the mom. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, we, Dr. Lieberman, we're about ready to uh, end the show. Could you please give 
moms across America some good advice that they can give their children uh, to help, or moms to help them protect them from the over-sexualization and the CRT, uh, critical race theory, and all of the stuff that, that we're seeing. Well, the first thing is every parent these days has to really be on top of what their kids are learning, whether it's by Zoom or in person, they have to look at the books, they have to look at, um, they have to ask questions, you know, they have to have dinner time like we used to have, you know, where you talk about what went on in school today, all of that. Um, also, of course, with the war in Ukraine, you know, there's that. Um, uh, kids are, you have to talk to kids about that. You can't pretend that they don't know what's going on. Um, I, I'm going to give a shameless, uh, a shameless plug here uh, for a book that could help parents with what is going on. Uh, I wrote a book called Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, Oh My, How to Protect oh, wow. Your Child in a Time of Terror. And, um, and what else? Uh, also, one of the things I, I would like to do, and maybe we could do this together because I um, we need to get the flag and the Pledge of Allegiance back into every classroom. Yes, I remember yes. when, when you two probably, when, when we were kids, um, we used to do that the first thing in the morning and it made us feel so good, you know, it united yeah. us and it made us feel proud of our country and that has gone by the wayside in a lot of schools and we need to bring it back. Agreed. That's uh, let me just say that you can find, um, there's a couple websites, www.terroristtherapist.com uh, and expert witness forensic psychiatrist, if you want to hire her for, for your, uh, to be an expert witness in your trial. <laughs> so uh, if, you're, if the school is changing your child, changing their, their gender or their sex, and you want to sue them, <laughs> that yes. would be the kind of thing that I would be happy to help with. Excellent. That's I'll help awesome. you with that no one. More no more names, no more descriptions of people, no more this. No more, no more, <laughs> no more. Well, Dr. Lieberman, thank you so much. I wish we had more time and hopefully we can have you back on the show. You have been amazing. And thank you so much for all the information. Uh, I hope this, I believe this has really helped uh, moms across America. And I'm just going to close this out and say moms across America, remember you are America. We'll see you next time. If you are interested in reaching our vast black and white network audience with your products or services, then contact Hollis Media Group at 1-855-673-8635. That's 1-855-673-8635 for more information on this great opportunity.